Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Buying Florida. I'm Didier at Didier Mortgage, and today we're going to talk about credit. How do we get credit? Find out when we do have it, what can happen, and what we can do to improve upon it. So I'm going to start off, again, Didier at Didier Mortgage, bringing you a podcast each week, doing my education in the mortgage industry and all the factors that affect it. So we're going to talk about, number one, graduating high school. What do you do? You got to... You're a parent and you have a kid that graduated high school, that go off to college, and what do you do to build credit? That's a good one because they got no credit. They have nothing going on. The first thing that you must do is go and get your child a secured credit card or young adult child, go get a secured credit card. If you go bank with someone, go to the bank and offer them $300 for a secured credit card. So you're going to get a secured credit card, and you got to follow this exactly the way I tell you. One, you get a secured credit card for $300, meaning you're giving them $300. The bank is giving you a secured credit card. No, it's not a debit card. It's a credit card. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to take that credit card and max it out to $300. That's correct. You're going to max it to $300, and you're going to pay it off that first month. So what you've done is you've utilized all $300. The second month, you're going to put $100 on there only and pay it off. And you're going to follow that all the way through the sixth month. When you look at Credit Karma and other facilities to look at credit, you'll find out that it shows up. But when you get a mortgage, it doesn't show up till after the sixth month. And the reason you want to take it to 300 the first month and then pay it off and put 100 thereafter is to the utilization rate. You want a 30, 35% utilization rate. That will help increase your credit scores. People don't know that. A lot of people, you'll go ahead and you'll get a credit card. You put 100, pay off 100, do 100. Well, I got 300. But what you don't understand is you haven't utilized it. You utilized 100, you put on 100. It's not like Credit Karma where you can look at it on a daily basis. It's a one-time pull for the month showing the previous month. It doesn't update during the course of a month. It's a snapshot in time of the previous month. So that's what you need to be looking at. So with that being said, those are very important is to use your hire and use the utilization rate to increase your scores. For when you do that and after your six months come by, you'll be able to get financing. And what you want to do and look at in regards to that is you'll get other offers. So building credit is good. Uh, Other ways, you know, if you're maybe you're on your own, you have no credit, you know, maybe a family member making you an authorized user or you have a relationship with someone being an authorized user of that credit card will help. But it's good if they have the same 
situation with the utilization rate. Remember the people that have credit and they go, I pay it off every month. I take it to 5,000 and I pay it off. Well, again, we look at the previous month and that could be a maxed out credit card. So you're really, no matter who you're dealing with, you want to keep that utilization rate at 30, 35%. And we're going to cover more on that as the podcast continues. But really, this is for the number one, you're graduating high school, college, what do you do? So that is going to be your home run. If you follow my exact instructions, you're off to the races building credit. So I hope that's been helpful to you. A lot of people don't know that. In fact, I did my one-minute video, and I had such a huge hit. Parents calling me up, kids calling me up, and they went with it. And in result, I wound up doing the mortgages for these kids down the road. They bought a home, young 20s, getting a house, had a credit established. So that's important things. So I hope that's been helpful to you. Bad things happen to good people. What do you do? Well, you know, things happen. You're going to have things happen. It's just part of life. It's a season. And if you're blessed not to, God bless you. But a lot of times your credit can get skewed and things can happen to your credit. You know, you may go through a short sale, you may go through a bankruptcy, you may go through a foreclosure. And, you know, you just, those are things that you're dealt with. But, you know, you want to get your credit reestablished and you want to go on and do it as quickly as possible. You want to try to eliminate the problem at hand. Yes, you must do your due diligence in time for the normal loans, but other loans will be available to you with a little bit higher rate. But your scores are definitely very important to get those up. You know, you wind up getting some credit cards maxed out. Well, you, you want to you wanna pay on those credit cards. You want to get those balances down. You want to do everything you can to eliminate those credit card debt and really get those balances down. When you close out a credit card, you close it. Okay, I'm done with it. Once you close out that credit card and no longer want to use it, you close it down those affect your scores big time. So don't try to close it out. Leave it active as you pay it down because that could adversely affect it. And, and what causes low credit scores and what can you do? Well, low credit scores, let's talk about student loans. You get a student loan, you're deferring it, you're deferring it. Do you, they're giving you a break. You don't have to make the payments let's just make it up. Say you have $100,000 in student loans and you've been deferring it, not making payments on it. Well, all of a sudden your credit scores get affected when all of a sudden that $100,000, you haven't made payments in four years, you've got it deferred, but you now owe $106,000. Well, a student loan, that's bad because now what you owe is greater than what you originally took out. That affects your credit scores. So really, you need to be aware when you're taking these student loans and you're done and you're deferring it because you're trying to get started in life, you definitely want to make these payments because that is a killer in regards to your credit scores when the balance increases above the original loan amount. So that's important. And then what else causes low credit scores? Well, maxed out credit cards do. And sometimes, like we talked about earlier, you have that American Express, you're paying it off every month, they do that, da, 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 whatever. What you really want to do is maybe if you have a limit of 5000 you don't want to put any more than 2000 on it and pay it off every month. 
of course, utilizing it to the five grand. So really having maxed out credit cards are going to affect you and it's going to affect you negatively. Pay your bills on time. Pay your bills on time. Don't forget about it. If you're going to do an automatic withdrawal, make sure it's in place. Make sure they're taking the payments out. Follow it through. Look at your checking account. But, you know, not making your payments is going to affect you. You've got to pay your payments on a monthly basis. No one wants to see a mortgage 30 day late. No one wants to see installment loans or credit card late. That's just not going to work in terms of your credit score. It's going to drop your credit scores. So you're really... You really want to pay these credit scores and be on top of your game. It's important imperative when you're wanting to purchase a home. And that's what my podcasts are about. You want to buy a home. What are we going to do to get the best deal and to actually close on a loan? So those are things that can adversely affect your credit scores, maxed out credit cards. Uh, you know, you just don't want to do it. You don't want to have 30-day late. You don't want to have student loans that are over and above and beyond what you owe, a negative factor. So I, I hope that's helpful for you. you. You want to definitely make sure you take care of that, you know? And how does your credit scale work? What do you have you're looking at? Well, you know, a conventional loan, you can't go lower than 620. So you're in a 620 to 679 bucket. That's, you know, you're going to get dinged. Then you have a 680 to a 719 better, but you're still dinged. You have a 720 to a 739, better, one ding below, and then 740 and greater is the best rate. So really on a conventional loan, 740 or better is going to give you the best rate. And then you know below, FHA and VA, you're okay. Well, VA is a 620, but you're not going to get affected. It's not so hard. You know, you definitely want to be higher than a 620, but you're not talking uh, the difference that you would as a conventional. And on an FHA, you got, you know, you can go to 600, some are 580. And yeah, it's credit score driven to a degree, but not adversely such as a conventional. So really the conventional, you want to have the highest score possible. So when you're out shopping and you're saying, what's your rate? Well, we just don't look at a rate sheet. We have to put your information in. We have to put your credit score. We have to put in the purchase price, how much you're putting down. And there's things of that nature, the income debt ratio, and then it comes out with a rate. And so that credit score is highly dependent on your, you know, your rates can be highly dependent on your credit score. And how does it affect your monthly PMI and your rate? Well, big time. You could be talking a big difference in terms of a rate and the monthly PMI. Your PMI, and that's why I tell people, really, if you're below a 680, I'm, I'm going to take you FHA. Because, you know, the FHA has a set monthly PMI and the rate is not going to be so bad. It's going to be lower than obviously a conventional. But on a conventional, the PMI could get affected big time if you have the lower scores. And you need to know that. So, yeah, the people say, well, I'm going to go FHA, but I got monthly PMI for life and I got a funding fee on top of it. And I'm saying, boo-hoo. Are you going to pay the rate? I mean, you're not going to be in the home more than five or seven years typical, or you're going to refinance it. We're talking about trying to make it affordable and really trying to make your payment that's similar to what you're paying in rent that you're feeling comfortable with. And, and that's all we're trying to do is try to make sure you're comfortable with the payment. So it may be an FHA loan that I'm going to recommend versus a conventional because of your credit scores. 
your income debt ratio, but we're not getting into all that. We're really kind of solely really trying to get into the credit. And it is really important. And I can't stress enough that, you know, you got to talk to a mortgage person that's going to really fit you in the best loan for you. You know, the rates have recently come down and I've got these people I want to refinance. And I'm, I'm just telling them, I said, listen, rates are only going to come lower in the next 12 months and your credit scores are you know, less than par. And then I give them the plan of what to do and how they can get on track so that they can save the maximum amount of money. I come across people so often. I, I've got a VA loan going right now and she tried to go to a lender and they got denied, denied, denied. And she was at her wit's end and she's presently living in an apartment. Her husband who's on the VA is living in the room. She's living on the couch. And I, I, I couldn't give up on her. She came to me and I, I tried running it and I, I couldn't come out. And I spent my own personal money to uh, help redo her credit. And we got her credit scores up and we got rid of the collections. And I spent a good sum of money thinking I wasn't going to get it, but I couldn't have that vet. I couldn't have that woman living in that like small efficiency. So I worked on it, worked on it. And lo and behold, we ran the loan about 30 days later and she got approved and she has a contract and we're going to close later on this month. So I'm not a credit repair person. I'm not going to rehabilitate you. I'm not going to do things, but you know, they have these attorneys and stuff like that, that do credit repair. That's not my gig. I can look at basically the, the premises of your credit and kind of look, you got a bunch of collections and we can get the, you know, the, them, you know, the, them paid off and get the medical to say, we'll delete it. Then I can upgrade your credit scores and get rid of it. So it's showing that you're not so bad in the last 12 months. And we even jumped up the credit scores. We have like these simulators that we can work with that can, you know, let's say you have to pay a, a certain credit card down to a certain number. It's not an exact science, but it does it. I mean, I can't help charge offs. I can't help liens. I can't help on anything like that. I'm not that kind of guy. But if you got something that's somewhat workable, I can help you. And again, I'm not a credit repair person. I don't want that job. I'm not going to take that job. But if it's something where your credit scores are maybe a little bit below, but there's hope, then you know I'm here to help you and help you get in there. And no, I don't want everyone calling me on your credit. I mean, I'm here to help you give advice. I'm not going to pull everyone's credit. But you know, there's situations like when that lady couldn't get it, the realtor called me up and I, mean, I just got to help her. And a lot of times people may have like a credit score that I've had them where they're at 580 and bumped them over to 620. Uh, you know, just simple things. So you got to look at it. Don't get discouraged. You know, everything's a season and you're just going through whatever you're going through on your credit that may not be up to par. But all we got to do is work on a plan. And you know what? I, I think time's going by fast. I'm 58 years old and it's not slowing down by any means. So, you know, what six months is, is nothing. And I have a young lady, I'm going to pull her credit. You know, she went and got a credit card back in March, started in April. And her realtor insisted to go to her mortgage person. He pulled up the credit and there was nothing there. Nobody listened to me. You know, the realtor had her little person in the bag and now they messed it up and they got a credit inquiry and they went against what I told this young lady to do. And I can pull her credit on October 9th and she will have credit scores because of what I told her. So really don't jump the gun. You know, when you have somebody that has experience and knowledge of 30 years, you've got to listen. And so, you know, I'm not going to pull your credit, but I'll talk to you about your situation. You know, if you went to a lender and you got denied, you know, give me a phone call. I mean, I'm Didier, uh, www.d 
DDAMortgage.com. I got a website. I got videos. I got podcasts. I got a whole library to educate you. So if you're new at this game or you've got situations going on, you just got to really go to my website and take a look and see what's going on. It's an educational tool. And that's what I'm here to do is to educate you. And, and that's what I want to get accomplished and, and help you learn and grow. I'm not here just to get it fixed. I want you to understand what happened. I want you to understand it. I want you to learn. I want you to grow because I'm definitely going to quiz you on it so you do understand. So we talked about the credit and it's a big factor. You know, when you're buying a home, you have credit, you have income, and you have assets, cash, the funds you need to close. So really the credit's a big one. And you know, now that I've just said this, we're going to have to go on to number two and number three on the podcast and hit all three cylinders. But today was the credit. And you know, in my little quiz to you, which I always like to do, you know, I'm going to ask you these questions. You know, you're in a season. If you have low credit, what are the factors? Can I hear anybody out there? Come on, talk out loud. I can't hear you, but I'm quizzing you. So pretend you're in the classroom. And we talked about your student loans. We talked about not having them. We didn't talk about it, but don't let them go in collections. Don't let them be charge-offs. That's another thing. If you have a charge-off on a student loan, how are you going to get a government loan when you blew off the government on a student loan? That's idiotic. They're not going to give you a loan if you don't make payments on a student loan. So you want to make sure you keep it in good standing. So the quiz question is, if I defer it, what happens? Do they just forget about the interest? Do they say, no big deal, you still owe 100 grand and you deferred it for four years? What's going to happen? The balance is going to, that's correct, it's going to increase. Is that going to adversely affect your credit? Yes. When you have a credit card and you put a, so much money on it every month, you pay it off every month, does that mean anything? No. Nobody cares you pay it off every month. It's the utilization rate. Have you taken that credit card to the high limit and then paid it off and only gone to the 30 35% each month thereafter? That's going to help increase your credit scores. Having 30-day lates on credit cards and on a car loan and on a mortgage payment, is that good? Negative. You really want to be conscientious. Really, you have all these free tools that you can go online. And again, we talked about Credit Carmen several, um, I, I talk about it all the time. It's not accurate, but it gives you a range. So you can actually see your scores go up, even though it's not matching when we pull up for a mortgage, you're still getting a feel of what you're doing. And you can kind of follow through and do those things. You can watch it, see things pop up and know you need to address it. And you got to watch out for those medical collections. That's going to dog you, you know? And then what you need to do is that you, you, you have them. Really, it's just not paying them off to a zero balance. It's getting the, the, the collection agency to stay in their letter that they're going to delete it. So we can either force place and get it deleted or they delete it. But you want a letter on it. You don't want to take their advice and their words. You make that agreement. You get that letter that says that you're going to have it deleted. And that's going to help because you don't want a zero. Deleted will increase credit scores, not a zero balance. Okay? So those are some things that I want to teach you on and let you know what we have and uh, work from there. I'm just trying to be helpful to teach you what we have and what we're going for. So these are things that we're working on, and that's all about credit. So I, I hope it's been helpful to you. 
for you graduates that are graduating high school and college, you know what you need to do, right? I've given you the path. I can't tell you how many people that I've got on the path that are homeowners. And I think it's just a great opportunity. And then we're going to get into the funds to close and we're going to get into the income. And I think that's what I'll do. I'll expand that in the next episodes. Uh, Didier, Didier Mortgage, we're buying Florida. And just before I go, you know, I think we have something like 150 people a day coming to our state. We are growth. People are coming to the warm weather. Remember, they're coming away from somewhere. They're escaping wherever they're at in this country to come to Florida because we have a great tax base. We have great weather and we have great opportunities. So you out there, if you're looking to get a mortgage, give me a shout. If you are uh, a foreign national, don't worry about your credit. You don't need it. We have programs for you. Okay. So Didier, buying Florida. I hope I've been helpful. I'm here to teach you and educate you. And thank you for enjoying my podcast today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.